Welcome to another episode of Empty Pockets Podcast. On this show, we have an interview with four-piece power funk band Bobby and the Blunts from Mullingar, or as they describe themselves, it's four mates having fun and the energy that's created from that. I like that description. So without further ado, let's kick off the interview as we've lots to get through, and maybe we'll take a piece of music after the first part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some crazy mates. You always have to have crazy mates. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Enjoyed today by um, the guys from Bobby and the Blunts. We have a we have a Bobby, we have a Rob, and we have a Ben. Uh, we have a Stephen missing in action. He won't be joining us today, but that's that's cool. Uh, we'll, we'll give him credit for for this. So um, we'll we'll kick it off anyway, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll start off with something simple and easy. Um, where did you guys meet, and and when? Uh, well, I think that me me and Ben met each other um, when we were about eleven in Mullingar yeah. Art Centre. And became friends just through the arts and all that sort of crack. Yeah, we started playing music together through all that. Yeah, we've been playing in bands together since we were about like 11 then. And me and Rob have just always been playing together. And then we dragged Stephen in for a school talent show. And that was in another band. And then Rob went away. Rob was away in Brighton studying. Um, And then Rob came back. And then we met Robbie. But Bobby... (laughs) We met Bobby. Uh, we got to know him. He was doing. He ended. Up, he was. I was your guitar. You were like you were my guitar tech for for a while. And, and... Yeah, and just a one night, and I oh, kind of Robbie was like, oh yeah, could like yeah, maybe we have a jam sometime and all this, and like everyone else was kind of cool. I had a few drinks, with me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no bother. Yeah, yeah, and then situation a bit different to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I remember it, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, I don't even remember it. Bobby, do you want do you want to give your version? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, go on. Uh, the boys were rehearsing in um in a local like uh, studio thing, and I used to like well, I kind of like run it, so like just let bands in now and again. And um, me and a, another guy, Frank, um, and um, I let the lads in, and eventually I'd start bringing pieces of equipment with me. So I dragged an amp in one day, and then the next day there was a guitar and an amp, and then next thing you know, it was, uh, can I play in one of these songs? And that's the way I remember anyway. Excellent. excellent. <laughs> so, you joined the band by stealth. It was a month yeah. before they realised you were in the band, was it? Yeah, you just kind of slipped in the corner and was like, just beside Stephen, so we didn't really notice him, and then... Yeah. <laughs> I remember Robbie saying, uh, I- I'll get you gigs, and then that was it, and then he was in. <laughs> Imagine the magic phrase. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, just listening to your tracks back, um, some some really really cool tunes. Uh, one thing that struck me, I'm sure it struck a few people when they listen, is there isn't that many vocal tracks. Uh, it's more, it's more just well, not just just, but it's instrumental. It's heavily instrumental tracks and some vocal tracks. Was that a conscious decision, or is that just the way it kind of naturally naturally went for you guys? Uh, I think at the start it was kind of a conscious decision to be a bit more instrumental, and uh, as as time as time has gone on, like since then, we've kind of wanted to make the music a bit more relatable to other people, yeah. Like not just yeah. the like musicians who like music. So going forward, we've added a good few more songs with lyrics in them for everybody. But we like both. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I understand. Yeah, because you would definitely, I could see why you would be a musician's musicians band musicians musicians band um but at the same time i have to say yeah the tracks with the with the bit of vocal takes on them um definitely 
definitely add, add something extra to it. So it's it's nice to hear both. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, it kind of reminds me of a a funky um, and so I watch you from afar. If you don't understand <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, we got yeah, that before, right? Yeah, but yeah. we take that like it's it's so it's all like you know the um, the live stuff when we're playing and all the instrumental stuff is great because there's so much energy when we're playing as well. Like it's all hopping around the place, so everyone kind of getting bored of it or get on board with it. Yeah, but yeah. it's like. You know, like the instrumental heads and all that, the ba- like musicians, bands, they'll get it. But like people who wouldn't really be into that, they won't really sing along with a, cl- a guitar riff. Although we've had that a few times. But like, <laughs> Enough they, pints. Like, yeah, yeah. No, we've had people like a whole, the whole like venue sing along to BB Walk, like, which has been cool before. But like, then the few songs we have of vocals, everyone's singing along. Where we were kind of like, maybe, maybe there's a bit more of a market there. But, uh, yeah, no, no. Do what comes naturally. I mean, like you know, it's it's in my opinion, it's working. So, don't um, don't force it. Cool, cool. I I actually went, I actually did my homework this time and actually wrote out some questions. So that's I don't know whether that's going to work. Is it going to make it more less less natural, or is it actually going to give me a decent interview? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find We've all been practicing our Zoom quizzes anyway. So yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we're oh yeah. Okay, we're excellent. on the ball. We're ready. Yeah. yeah. Is there going to be a winner? Is there going to be a winner? We shall see. We shall see. Um, is this your full-time gig or uh, you're, all, you're all still trying to support it through other means? Or? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we all work. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair work. enough. Yeah. No, that's cool. And how have you found support from the Irish music industry? Is there any financial support you can get or anything like that? Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess there is. It's just it's a bit tricky. Like... Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know all about like who you know. Like most people that we've dealt with and have have been at, like stand up really nice people. As, yeah. as as far as support goes, and trying to actually like make money in this um, like original game, like there, there's no there, there's no there's no hope unless you like shoot shoot into the stratosphere or something. Absolutely. Like, yeah. But at the same time, it's like it really isn't about making a lot of money. It's about having a bit of crack and making people's day. And if the money comes, the money comes. If it doesn't, sure, what are you going to do? As you can see there, the lads were great crack and the chat was flowing nicely. And so it's a good spot there to take a quick musical break. Let's listen to one of those great instrumental tracks. Here's one that we mentioned earlier in the chat. This one is called BB Walk. Mm-hmm. 
And that was the fantastic Bobby and the Blunts with a track called BB Walk. For the next part of the interview, I asked the guys how long they've been together and how they record the music and what goes on in the studio. I hope you enjoy. How, how long are you guys together? Because um, I saw one of the videos, uh, I think it looked like it was done in a studio where you, you guys were, you just basically jammed out a song. And um, the one thing that struck me was how, how tight it was. You know, you, you weren't, it wasn't scripted, you weren't following it too closely, but it was very tight, like you've done this a lot. You know, you've been together a lot, you can read the cues, which is a really nice thing to see. So just wondering how long have you actually been together as a band, like as the four of you? This this lineup, this iteration. It's about, about two years, is it? Over just two over, and a half years? Just over two years, yeah, a bit over two years. And would you um, practice, would you rehearse much? Like, is it, is it full on once a week or three or four times a week or somewhere in between or...? Usually be one to two, one to two times a week if we yeah, can. Yeah. Everyone yeah, works, yeah. everyone's got their own stuff going on. It's hard to get everyone together sometimes. Yeah, but yeah like yeah. with me, Rob, me, Rob, and Stephen have like we've been playing since we were so young together. We we kind of click really well together, and we just know when to give nods. And then Robbie came in, and he just he sits on every he sits on top of everything really well. So he'll always add the filler parts, but then we we're just so used to like giving each other the nod and like, you know, let's bring it back around if we get carried away and like a live gig, which happens the whole time because half of it's just jammed and making up like, like everyone's like, oh, you're so tight and all this, you're so tight and all of us after a gig we'd be like, geez, we were all over the place there. <laughs> we're playing different parts the whole time, but just just, just don't tell them. Yeah, Everyone yeah. says you were so tight, you go, damn sure. Yeah, that that was that was a lot of hard work in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did we didn't just jam the hell out of that and it worked. Uh, no, no, we rehearsed that every day. Yeah, who writes the songs, guys? Um, is it a collective, or is it someone brings a piece and then it gets added to? Yeah, it it, it goes it goes down that way sometimes. Sometimes one of us will bring uh, a riff or a couple of chords to a practice and then we work on it from there. But sometimes it happens really organically when we're jamming as well. Someone like we might be just taking five minutes to go for a cigarette or something, and someone would just start jamming something, and then we all sit on top of it, and then a song can grow from there. Excellent, yeah. And of course, then the key is just trying to to shape it into a song and not let it just sound like an extended jam. So, yeah, uh, yeah. that's the hard that, part. I was just about to usually, say that's that's where the magic happens. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Usually, the the process happens quite quickly as well. Like we could we could go like two or three weeks, a month without coming up with anything new. And then over over the course of the next like three rehearsals, like we come out with one, two, maybe three songs, just mm. like just like that for, I don't know. I guess we all get inspired around the same time. And then it, sometimes then we're just like we're writing a song and we get like a part or we get like a minute of a part and we get really into it 
and decided to get really technical with it and spend about like five, six hours on one minute of a song just so we can play it right. And then we still end up not playing it exactly right. But like we just get like fixed on like one tiny little segment. So that happens as well. And that can be very rewarding and torturous, but you know, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have to finish the song though. <laughs> that's that's the only problem. Like, yeah. 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 Three or four to go. You'll, you'll have a four-year opus. You know, it's mm. nearly yeah. there. <laughs> We're on minute two now. Um, so I, I read somewhere that um, you guys have some ideas for the next the next release, um, and it was centered around a video. Do you want to? Is that still is that still the case? And if so, do you want to tell me about it? The the next the next release we have we have a couple of songs recorded that are um, ready to go. We recorded them last summer, and it. We're still we're still trying to figure out exactly what we want to do with it. We don't know. We were talking EP. We might do singles, but we do want to have a banging video coming out whenever we can, as well, soon as we can. With these songs, like we're like the, when we did the first EP, we did a recording. We did like the proper way, like mixed and like to to the click and all this, and then just drums and bass. And and then this EP, we just really wanted to capture our live sound, so we did the whole thing live. And do we use? We didn't use metronomes with these, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, we just we didn't we just we just did live takes for the whole awesome. thing, and you could really like the tension in the room, like when you, we were like looking around, like you can't make this. Or, like we're near the end of the song, like you can't mess it up. It was brilliant. Like it was just the energy. You can you can notice it a lot more in the tracks. I think. Yeah. So it really, it really, it really like not using the click really brings out some of our like our best performances. I think. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, it totally, totally removes the uh, removes the help of moves the helper but also um gives it an edge which is kind of cool yeah <laughs> um are you are you planning on adding any more any more to the band uh do you think you've settled on a four piece or would you like to bring in because just listening to it i was thinking you know some some keyboards might be nice or or brass or something i i wasn't 100 percent sure because obviously it's it's not my band but uh i was i was wondering um have you thought about it or are you kind of happy for now it comes up all the time yeah uh, we'll we, we literally be standing there and say, oh it'd be so cool if we could have like a brass section for this bit or if we had like a cool keys player on this little bit and i think the maddest one is like imagine if we had a gospel choir or something stupid like that yeah. like, Mount of songs oh, that would be amazing. Gospel choirs aren't stupid. I'd love a gospel choir. Yeah, that's oh, that, that's a yeah. that's the dream. To afford a gospel, your own gospel choir, you know, just follow you around like um like a uh, soundtrack for life. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. If there's any gospel choirs out there that want to want to join Bobby and the Bloods, they're more than welcome. A call out for gospel choirs. I like it. Um I'll I'll see I'll see what I can do, Rob. Um I'll uh, I'll put the word on yeah, the screen. Yeah, we'll, bring them we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, actually, parts of you jamming kind of reminded me, uh, there was another song, I, I can't remember which one it was now, because I, I listened to them all kind of back to back. Um, I, I wasn't paying attention to the name so much as just kind of chilling out, listening to it. Um, and there was an extended jam in one of them. And I definitely, I, I wanted to ask you what your what your influences were, because um, I, I'm, I'm actually not going to tell you what I thought until after you tell me. So what what, what would you describe... A, what would you describe your music as, um, just just for the listeners as well? And also, B, um, what would be your main influences? Because they can be different things. They can be complete. You know, you, you can sound completely unlike your influences. Um, Robbie, do you want to or Bobby? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a touch of funkadelic and that kind of stuff in there. Um, that band behind you as well. 
Oh yeah, the chili peppers as well. Red hot chili peppers. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Everybody, I feel like everybody has their own little things to listen to and we all kind of just bring it in and then we work off the ideas that we individually hear and then um, work on it together. So everybody has their own little parts and it just kind of clicks in now and again. Um, so... <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, no, that, that's that's an acceptable answer. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, it, it sounds like you know you all have your own influences, but what you've put together isn't strongly necessarily part of that. It's more combination of what you guys bring as opposed to your your influences, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it it, it kind of just depends on um, like it's changed. I think so much with the band. Like we've 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 kind of we're predominantly like funk kind of stuff as well, but then we get into a bit more jazzy stuff or a bit more like experimental like spacey stuff that goes on like so it depends on the mood like Stephen come in one day and like he's gotten into like Nate Smith and all that so now he's playing all that kind of style of drums so we're changing <laughs> to that kind of way you know so it's always changing like our he's gone all posh on the drums <laughs> he's got yeah <laughs> but like it's always changing but like you know Chili's and all that is kind of a base group Wolfpack was always a big one as well yeah. Rob the meters the meters I think we influence each other a lot because when when someone brings something in, and if it's a new kind of style that we haven't played before, we all we all try and make an effort to kind of go towards what that person wants to do, and then in doing that, you you become a better player. If you kind of know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. Disclaimer: Nobody knows what Rob is trying to say. Um, no, uh, yeah, I actually I actually think that um, that sounds like a really uh, really nice environment to jam in. That's cool. How, how have you had any reaction from outside of Ireland? How's that gone? Um, or have you tried even? Uh, or has it just mainly been kind of just in Ireland at the moment? Um, I, I don't know. Looking at like the Spotify stuff, it's kind of gone into weird places. Like um, there's there's a few listens and hits in uh, in in around Asia, like so. Okay. And then like just seeing people that follow the pages and stuff. You get people from around there that would like, you know, follow Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And then I'd say mainly around Ireland-ish and maybe some parts of England. But We had we had a guy before, Bobby Blunt, <laughs> some, some oh, yeah. from America who was named Bobby Blunt or is his nickname. And he, like, he messaged our group and he was like, oh man, can I like rap on your, on your, on your tracks and all this kind of stuff? And we were like, who... Who are you? <laughs> I, I actually think I know him. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, bizarrely enough, I, I actually think he um, he sent me a track to master for him at one stage to mix. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> that, that's a bit crazy. <laughs> Same dude, that's crazy. So a, a Japanese tour coming soon is what you're saying now, Bobby. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after all this dies down. <clears throat> um, so I, I, I've seen you play quite a... Uh, quite a range of gigs especially if you're only you know together around two years um it's been it's been quite a um an impressive range so would you what would what would have been your favorite so far two fm stage electric picnic two years ago oh yeah, yeah. straight that in was, bang uh, <laughs> uh the, 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 gig, the gig that got us that gig was also insane yeah um, we we did a battle of the bands competition um we're promoters XO uh, in Dublin and we end up we got to the finals and <laughs> yeah got to the finals pulled up outside the venue opened up the boot and I was like where's my pedal board 
and uh, <laughs> panic, and then realized I left my pedal board back in Ireland or back in Ireland, back in Mullingar. So we were in the final, and then I had no pedals, so I borrowed a few pedals off like one of the other bands just to see what I could do. Halfway through the first song, pedals, pedals just stopped working, and then Rob and Robbie and the rest of the lads are just still filling and just kept playing like the verse of one of the songs, and I was trying to like mess around. Plugged out the pedals, plugged it straight into the amp, just cranked up, and we were like, just go for it. And, like, just did the whole gig with no pedals, just had it, like, overdriven, and gave it socks, and we won it still. Um, so that was that was class. Like, that was... we were. Yeah, um, the, it was a bit of a victory dance after that, I'd say, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was a good crack. The Electric Picnic gig was, like, really cool because we, we, we did have, like, a good few friends who were at the picnic, Mm-hmm. But we got we got a good slot for winning this battle of the bands. I think it was like eleven o'clock. We, Kendrick Lamar had just finished, and um, people were starting heading back towards their campsite just to, as we were starting. So we ended up drawing like a really big crowd from people coming back here in this mad kind of fast functions, and ended up like wedging the tent out. And we we were just in shock. I think at the amount of people that were there and we were just buzzing and having the crack and dancing. On a yeah. was it was it Friday night Saturday night with us. Right. Friday night. I nearly yeah, took, took Ben's bass off as well, actually, at that gig. <laughs> I, yeah. I swung, I swung the the neck of my bass up and missed him by about, I'd say, an inch. And the two of us just stopped, like, and just looked at each other. We clocked at the same time. We were like, "That's <laughs> close." That would have been that would have been a sucky end to the gig. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, like, he's the money maker as well. Like, he's the looks. So I mean, it can't be ruining that. You could have got some good headlines though. <laughs> yeah, but you know, no, no such thing as bad publicity as Ben has rushed to hospital. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Initial> reconstruction surgery. <laughs> some great stories there from the guys, Bobby and the Blunts, and uh, some details about their extremely impressive gig list to date, considering their two years of formation. Well done guys, uh, let's take a quick break from Bobby and the Blunts and we're going to take a track and some music from Dermot Byrne and his backing band with a great name, The Dancing Frankensteins. If you want to find out more about these guys, you can check out their Facebook page, The Dancing Frankensteins, and this is a track called Chicago. Chicago in time 
That was a track from Dermot Byrne and the Dancing Frankensteins called Chicago. And now back to part three of our interview with Bobby and the Blunts, where we discussed the music scene in Mullingar and the idea of collectives. <laughs> what else did I want to ask you guys? Yeah, tell me about the collective. Really interested in that. So I, I just for Tonic people house. listening, oh, yeah, um, house, yeah. The, the guys, uh, the guys have a collective. So tell me. Yeah, what. Steve, uh, Stephen, who's not here, is in Tonic House Collective. It's uh, just a group of Mullingar musicians who, and it's not, it's not, it's bigger than musicians. It's um, filmmakers, I guess, as well, videographers who get together on a Thursday night in dailies and film the boys jamming out and people get like, people get up and interchange and everyone kind of knows the songs or people will just jam. That's kind of what it's about. It's just jam, bring the people together on a Thursday night and have the crowd and document Super. it. Yeah. Uh, how many bands are in the collective now? Oh, all together. So one, two, three, this four. Too many. A lot. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's more so just the musicians than even, it's just all the musicians in Mullingar just always come down and it could be anyone. You could have like four la- or two lads playing acoustic. You could have three, four or five acoustics, trumpet, and some lads on the table singing, like, sax, everything. Like, it just, it really varies. So there's always, there's just a really good music scene in Mullingar. So the idea of Tonic House was just to promote that and promote Mullingar music, kind of, and get the the name on the map because it's such a good time. It needs to be, like, Dublin's the capital of music, but, like, you know, unless you're uh, here That's Dublin. debatable. <laughs> well, Mullingar, give them a run for their money anyway. Yeah. Give anyone a run for their money. 
Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, because uh, I'd say there's a um, few people from, from Cork and Galway and other places like that that would object heavily to Dublin being called the centre of music. But I, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's, it's big population base. Um, and so it's not scheduled. It's like people turn up and then if they, if they feel the urge or they feel the need, they, they just jump up and if there's a slot, they play. Yeah, everyone's welcome. Cool. I might, I might, I might spin down myself. That sounds yeah, good. Do, we don't yeah. crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. We'll all have a jam together. Like, it'll be yeah, great. Sounds guys. good. Sounds good. Excellent. Um, what's what's the uh, uh, what's the five year plan for Bobby and the Blunts? Is get it, Richard Dice Ryan. I like its simplicity. Keeping it simple. Or what's the five month plan? We just, I think we're just kind of focusing on releasing something really cool because we've, yeah. we've done a lot of gigs now. People know that we can gig and we can blow the lid off a venue like so it's it's time to kind of move on to that that next step of being a recording artist having people in your in their pockets you know excellent okay okay and are you are you gonna are you gonna go into the studio to do it do you have a home studio um you're gonna you know try and put a few demos together outside of it because it's quite expensive to go into a studio um these days uh, and it's becoming less expensive all the time to do bits and pieces at home so just wondering how do you put that together or you still kind of I suppose because there's four of you you want to jam it out you might not have as many options of doing it separately so we usually go to um, we have this little uh, studio out in Drumlish that um, Mick Cronin runs Um, and he's been great he's uh, he's the guy that recorded pretty much all the songs and Except that one time <laughs> that we did in um, Sun Studios up in Dublin, but it's a, it's a pretty good spot. Like it's a, it's isolated. And it's just nice to get away from the world and just focus on writing and recording and stuff. That's where we recorded the new EP or the one the tracks that we have. Uh, we spent oh, was it three days out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lovely little little cut like code line and the stripes and all that recorded there. Like so, it's it's a nice spot and just spent a day recording all day and then just chilling at night having a crack so oh, sounds, yeah. sounds, Mixed sounds great well. yeah, yeah it's, it, no, that's, it's lovely it's really nice really peaceful so you, you guys have a website uh, do you want to plug it um, you know plug your Instagram give us give us, give us a few links and names go for it I'll be in the blunt uh, Facebook or Instagram YouTube Spotify <laughs> all them places, Twitter <laughs> It's uh yeah, just type in Bobby and the Blunts and you should find us. Be cool. we'll be there. <laughs> we need to we need to start getting our social media stuff back on track again. We were really good like at the start for the first year we were amazing and then the second year it kinda kinda dropped off a bit and like so we need to we need to start posting funny pictures of ourselves some more. People like us. That's that's basically what it was anyways. Yeah. But once this whole thing kinda goes back to normal we should be back on the ball and hopefully we'll be back yes indeed let's hope that all of these things get back to normal pretty quickly and also that Bobby and the Blunts come roaring back as you can hear they're a great outfit uh, let's take another track from them we're near the end of the interview now all that's left is the dreaded quickfire round but before that let's take one with vocals this is a track called Meatball
And that was Meatball from Bobby and the Blunts. What a great track. The more I listen to that one, the more I really, really enjoy it. Great stuff, guys. Now, on to the final part of this week's episode, and this is the quickfire round. That moves on to the the, uh, the dreaded quickfire round. Uh, so, not getting, not getting away with Fingers on buzzers. Uh, ten questions. Ten questions. Uh, well, no, you, you kind of have to answer uh-huh. as a group. Yeah, this will put it to the test now. Let's see, can you agree? Um, we'll go through the 10. We'll see what we come up with. Uh, unfortunately, the quick fire round is often not so quick. Uh, goes, goes down a lot of rabbit holes, but that that's half the fun of it. So, okay, question number one, Apple or uh, Android? Both. Android. Uh, Apple, Apple for uh, laptops, Android for phones. Hey. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 a pretty good answer. So I haven't had that I haven't had that answer before. It's a, I like there we're we're seg- segregating out the, the different technologies. Nice and Rob. Okay. Uh how many hours sleep do you guys need a night? Six. Six hours. Yeah. Solid hours. Yeah, five five, five six, six solid hours. Ben needs about twenty. <laughs> what? <laughs> you wait. You uh, need I about twenty hours. I'm he hasn't woken up yet, guys. I think he needs My a few more. just wet. Yeah, okay. anything that just happened. But yeah. Uh, Ben's falling asleep while I've had it, been having a conversation with him. The two of us are having a conversation. I said something, and in the time it takes me to say my sentence, Ben had gone to sleep. Yeah. Never seen I anything. I've fell asleep standing up before. Blessing on the curse. Blessing on the curse. Excellent, excellent. Okay. So uh, eight, six, five to six hours sleep for everybody yeah. but Ben. Okay, that's fine. We got, we got that one nailed. Um, what was your favorite cartoon as a kid growing up? Ed, Ed and Eddie. Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, great choice. Uh, oh, another uh, good choice. La, 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 Dragon Ball Z. I still like it. Yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. Favorite board game? Ludo. I, 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 like, I'm a fan of Cluedo. I only have played it once, but I really enjoyed it. I like I like I like how mad Monopoly gets. Like when you start losing friends over Monopoly, that's good crack. No, <laughs> I think the ultimate game to lose friends over is Risk. I haven't played Risk. I when, played you, when you when oh, you oh, it's unbelievable. When when they've spent six six rounds building up troops and then you invade their country and ruin their bonus. It's maybe a Zoom game of Risk. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, for the lockdown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lose lose my remaining friends. Okay. Excellent. Online. Um, would you rather be friends? Speaking of friends, would you rather be friends with Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. 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 Yeah. 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 Either or, to be honest, okay. they, all, they both seem lovely. I mean. <laughs> If Beyonce and Rihanna want okay. to feature on a Bobby and the Blunts track, they're, they're more than welcome. Yeah. Well, you know, if they can sing gospel, they're in. We know that much. <laughs> well, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's one that could go potentially south. Um, fill in the blank. And remember, it's a family show. Uh, Taylor Swift is blank. Blonde. Taylor Swift is blonde. Blonde. Okay, we'll accept that. <laughs> the buzzer's gone, and with lack of other answers, I think we should probably move on. Um, yeah, great, great. Oh, what were you thinking, we- Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just stop the recording here. <laughs> um, would you rather be able to speak to the animals or speak all the languages of the world? Oh, speak to the animals. I'd, I speak languages. No, I speak languages. Yeah. Like my dog doesn't like me at all, so I don't know what she wants. I don't know what want to know what she says to me. Like, but you could find out once and for all and settle it. I ah, yeah, so what's, what's wrong? 
<laughs> Why don't you what like? Don't you it? like? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So splitting the camp on that one. Uh, languages or animals? I think I think I'd be um, I'd be on the animal one. Yeah. I, I'd like to know what. Me and you had. What was the first live gig you ever went to? So I suppose this is an individual one. Unless you all oh. happen to go to the same oh. gig <laughs> as kids, which, you know. <laughs> I think I, mine was Prince. Okay, oh, Rob, the it? same Prince. Okay. Oh, Rob, Rob in the Prince card, like, oh, yeah, I think it was Prince, <laughs> yeah, the first one. That, that's that's a pretty, um, yeah, pretty flashy first gig to have. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that Westlife was second, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Green Day was mine. Jesus. I was a big green. Okay, Prince yeah. and Green Day. Yeah, I, I was a big Green Day note back in the day, so that was amazing for me. Coming out good, lads. It's, it's looking good for you so far. Prince and Green Day, okay. Robbie. See, uh, I went to this band that's... Um, <laughs> they're, they're actually huge. Because um, I'm from Poland, right? <laughs> the most Polish way to say that. Um, <laughs> so I went to see Golta Orchestra. <laughs> Who, um, if you look them up on the internet, they're uh, they're huge. Like, um, they had dealings with the American president and the whole shebang like that. But uh, yeah, that was my first gig. I think it was four or something. So, worth uh, Bobby, it. Bobby, I can pretty much guarantee nobody else is going to have that answer. So, <laughs> <laughs> fair play. Yeah. That will live long. Um, <laughs> the last album you listened to? Haley Williams' um, new album, I guess. <laughs> And, I think uh, mine was a uh, Voulez-vous ABBA Okay uh, Yeah Tom Mish's new album Whatever it's called What kind of music It's good Nice Yeah that's, that is You know yeah, that's that's a Serious good. album Some some very uh, eclectic taste there guys I like it Yeah yeah Standing <laughs> up to the, this, this is where the funk is coming from people Listen to your music Yeah exactly um, Can't be ABBA Wow well, look genius, genius songwriters No, no mm. one's ever going to yeah. say otherwise <laughs> Uh, and finally, we finish it off. Uh, something simple. Finish it off. Final or Spotify? Maybe not simple. Oh, final, final, one hundred percent. I don't have a vinyl player, so Spotify. I'd say That'd Spotify. be a problem then. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, I love Spotify. is great, and like I don't use a vinyl player enough as I should. But I just prefer sitting down and actually like sticking on a record, and you'll pay attention to it rather than just be like, "Oh yeah, there's music playing, but I'm doing my own thing." Yeah. yeah. If tape was included, I'd say tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Bee Gees in the tape We can extend the questions in future to include tape um, and, and thank Bobby and the Blunts for that suggestion that we should say vinyl, Spotify or tape. Um, well, tape's coming back seemingly, so, you know, there you go. The one thing I would say about vinyl in, in your defence, Ben, is that you find out how good an album is if you play it on vinyl because... You're sitting there having your cup of tea and your biscuits or whatever. You're 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 not going to get up and change the tracks. So if if the tracks suck, you know if only if there's only one or two good tracks, you're just not going to play that final record again. Yeah, if you yeah. can sit there and listen through it from start to finish, suddenly you realise, man, that's a absolute stonker of a record. Like you know, because um, I, I have a few of those a few of those at home now, and you put them on and you you actually you just don't change them, and you end up listening to the whole thing, and it's just. Wow, that was fantastic. How often do you do that anymore? Because Spotify, as you said, it's kind of ruined that you you play yeah. a track and then it just shuffles to the next one and you're lucky if you even if it's even the same band sometimes. Um Yeah, and you don't even like appreciate you don't even pay down oh what was that band, like what was that song? You don't know 
songs don't albums don't really mean as much anymore because but, well there was an art to the album as well which yeah. seems to have been lost which of you know what track goes first what track goes last what's the opener yeah. what's 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 the, what's the the start of the second side kind of keep the mood to a certain point going through an album you know I, I think people became experts at that but now it's just like well oh, let's shout to digital singles and we'll, we'll all get our I'm, I'm becoming cynical I have to stop I'm sorry <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to end this on a, on a bum note no look guys it's been brilliant uh, thanks <laughs> th- thanks an absolute bunch and that's where we left it with Bobby and the Blunts a chaotic fun filled interview as you could hear and as always, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can hit us up on Instagram with Empty Pockets Podcast, or you can check out our Facebook page, again, Empty Pockets Podcast, or email epp at k2sounds.com. Thanks for listening.